theme music. Every good hero should have some. That's right. Every good hero should have some theme music. And when you know you hear that music, what time is it? It's online big blue time. Talking everything Giants. Talking everything sports. Bringing you the best in New York Giants sports talking entertainment. I want to talk about Monday's OTAs. I want to talk about what I like to refer to as the Daniel Jones, Patterson, Gimmel, Bigfoot film that we saw on Instagram. I, I I'm I'm I, I got to jump right into this because I I just think it's so I just think it's so funny it, it just you think fans are some fans and I'm and now I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this entire statement with two things I think if I've said this a million times we only succeed if Daniel Jones plays and Daniel Jones plays well but I'm also still gonna point out people's deficiencies but watching a film that was put out by the team on Twitter and Instagram of Daniel Jones running through the tackling dummies with people all around him. And he runs out, he throws the ball and he hits the middle of the pocket. Okay. How many times do you think he missed that? Just, just out of curiosity, how many times do you think he missed? How many times did it take for the giants in-house media department to capture that footage to put out on the net? So, so the, the little Twitterites can go, Oh, look at, look at everything's going on with Daniel Jones. He, he's tables coaching him up. Do you think he, do you honestly think he's never run that drill before? Do you think that Brian Dable has invented a, something anew for this drill? You, th- you think no other coach in the entire history of the league has run a drill similar to this? But Brian Dable's coaching him up. For two years, I had to hear about how Daniel Jones bulked up. He turned into the Hulk. And then I had to watch another video last two years ago with him running around the cones in the dome. Look at him. He's working on his pocket presence. Then we had another video earlier this month where he's also doing some cone drills. And people are like, look at him again. He's gaining pocket awareness. It just makes me cringe because... I think there's two groups of giant fans, and I think the one group is larger. There is the intelligent giant fan, the people that listen to this show, the people that understand not only giants, but football. They understand the game. And I would say that's probably 95% of the fan base. And then you have the other part of the fan base, who are the content creators, who are the people on social media. Who are, who, are, who, are, who are the younger fans that don't know any better that think anything you put out there in the, in the sphere is what is going to occur. You think no bad quarterback in the entire history of the league has run that drill well? You think Tyrod Taylor did not run that drill well? No, that was put out by the Giants in-house media department to create a buzz about Daniel Jones and to give the giant fan base a peek of what they're working on. It doesn't mean he's going to improve as a quarterback. It doesn't mean he's going to get any better. It doesn't mean that at all. All it does is, is just show you that he's working on the drill. So you know what? Give the kid a break because of the fact I'm going to tell you this. If Daniel Jones starts tanking, Three, four weeks into the season, the same people people that are creaming over this video of him running a drill around tackling dummies with two guys around him, which is probably choreographed, they're going to be the first ones on his ass to bench him for Tyrod Taylor. So give the kid a chance. Give him a break. Don't hype him up to be the Messiah for the fourth year in a row, only to have a letdown. 
And I think that is that that is seriously the problem with our fan base. It, re, it really is. And like I said, it is a small segment of the fan base. Now, there was a great article out in the New York Post the other day about how Daniel Jones has been taking better care of the ball, how his annual percentage of interceptions passed per attempt and his fumbles have gone down exponentially. His pass per interceptions per attempts went from 2.6 to 2.2 to 1.2. His fumbles per 17 games, his fumbles have gone down to 24.8, 12.1, 10.8. You know, and so as his turnover, his turnover worthy play percentage went from 5.5 to 3.1 to 2.7. But they all say the same thing. It's been eliminating his aggressiveness. Well, here's, here's, here's the interesting part of all this, especially when they break it down to the next gen stats. You lose games as an offense by turning the ball over. You win games on defense by creating turnovers. So the problem is you need to find a a happy medium, a mindset. You need to be aggressive, but protect the ball at the same time. You need to take your chances, but understand the opportunity and understand the game situation when you take these chances. And, and I think that's the thing. You can go over the last two. I, I love the one person that I saw on Twitter that was like, well, Daniel Jones has had three head coaches, three uh, was now going. No, he's had now going on his third head coach, now going on his third GM, now going on his third offensive coordinator. Does anyone possibly think the reason for the first three, those first three situations might have, might, might, Daniel Jones might have played a role in that of coaches getting fired? Of general managers getting fired, of offense coordinators getting fired. Does anyone think of that? Am I the only one that thinks that? But give the kid an opportunity. And all I'm saying is stop hyping him like he's the next Josh Allen, because he ain't. I'm sorry. You could think of all you want. And like I said, the Giants think so highly of him, they're gambling on not picking up his fifth year option, potentially have to pay him $30 million next season. And honestly, I think even if he has an average year, I still think the Giants are moving on. Book this. Book this in the in, in the tape annicles. I still think I think they'll be moving on from him. Because you want to win. And Brian Dable and Joe Shane are smart enough to understand you want to win with your own guys. You want to understand. That win or lose, it's your team out there. It's your coach. It's your quarterback. It's your situation. And I think that's what people need to understand and get. And you know what? And, and Daniel Jones, soon enough, we're going to find out because you know what he's going to have to do. Are you a big man? What? Huh? I'm talking to you. What? You wake up in the morning, you say, I put on my big boy pants. Look, I'm wearing a belt. I got big boy pants on. It's time to put the big boy pants on. And I think, you know, like I said, and I've said it a million times, the Giants win with Daniel Jones or the Giants are going to lose with Daniel Jones. If you cannot take the fact that I can sit here and point out deficiencies and flaws in a quarterback that's pretty much been terrible the last two years, please turn this, please turn this channel off. Go watch a nice safe channel. Go watch Teletubbies. Because you know what? It's the real, real world, people. And you are paid, as an NFL quarterback, you are paid to win games. But I am more than willing to give Daniel Jones the opportunity in 2022. But at the end of the day, if he falters, I'm still going to say these are the problems.
Long story short for some people, grow up. Let's talk about the Giants and what's going on on Monday's practice. Evidently, uh, Evan Neal was out there showing his speed. Again, this is all come from the Giants in-house media. <laughs> um, but it was interesting that they, they, they were doing some sideline drills, which uh, simulated them running up and down the field. And the rookie's quickness was evidently noticeable, which is great because the guy is 6'7", 350 pounds. And people are saying that he moves a lot quicker than one would expect for a man that's his size. The only thing I worry about, I don't worry about Neil in reference to his quickness. I worry about Neil in reference to his lateral mobility. That's what I worry about with Neil. I think Charles Cross, <laughs> that name, the, the name that we shall not speak, um, was a better was a better pass blocking prospect. But I think Neil is an overall better prospect in general. But I think if you watch the watch some film and don't watch the college film. God, please don't watch the college film. And don't, don't and don't watch college film and try to tell me this is what it is. This, this is why I was gonna transition to the pros because it's just it's, people are just making my head hurt today. Watch them in regards to go on YouTube and you can you can find film on cross and and Neil. Watch them and how they're moving in the OTAs. There is a little bit of a difference between the footwork and the lateral mobility from doing Charles Cross and Evan Neal. But I think, like I said, I think overall Neal is going to be the much better prospect at the end of the day, and that's why the Giants were smart enough to take him. And I think that his lateral quickness can improve with the improvement on some of his footwork. And I think that's... um, I think that's kind of what we need to look at. Evidently, Wondell Robinson is fitting in nicely into the Kafka O'Brien Dable offense, even though we don't know what it is. Um... But he's evidently been impressing, which is good. Because like I said, I, I, Wandale is a good kid. You listen to his interviews, you listen to him talk. He's a good kid. He, he give, he's a, you know what? He's the, like I said, he's the, he's the anti Kadarius Tony. And I, and I think more people can relate and simulate to that. And like I said, you hope he, again, I hope he excels. Is, is, is he, was he possibly a reach? Well, everyone in the league seems to think so. But if he finds a role in the Dable Kafka offense, what does it matter? What does it matter if he, he was he was reached by twenty spots if he fits into the offense? So I mean I think that's um, I think that's that's I think that's a good situation. Evidently, Darren Beavers is continuing to impress, almost picking off a pass and coming close to another interception during the eleven eleven drills. Uh, evidently, Beavers has some good coverage skills. They're saying uh, been been that way. It's been that way now for a couple of days uh, in the OTAs. Um, that people are also saying he's noticeably larger at six four two fifty five, and he said, and they saying similar to Neil, he he's moving he's moving sufficiently, and you know there and again we got we we have another Daniel Berenger sighting, uh, Bellinger. <laughs> why am I saying Berenger? I think Tom Berenger. I just watched uh, Major League Two the other day. That's that's probably why I was thinking of Tom Berenger. Uh, da- uh, Daniel Bellinger made a nice catch over the middle. Uh, Gandy's displaying strong hands, which she's been doing all week. Uh, well, actually, all since we're talking about the OTAs, Davis Webb is looking good as well. He connected on a big pass with the, the free agent tight end, Andre Miller, who is going to be someone to look after. And we're going to do a little video on him. And then he had another he had another pass with Miller uh, for 30-plus yards in front of the pylon. Evidently hit him in stride. Um, two players that seem to now be ex- uh, looking into significant roles uh, is going to be, well, what it was during the, um, during some of the 11, 11 long drills is going to be Aaron Robinson, Xavier McKinney, both of them were, they were strong in coverage. Um, and both of them were registering pass breaks ups. So that's good. Uh, at one point they were doing some, I guess some goal line drills and Daniel Jones scored on a design run from a few yards out. So, you know, that's, that's nothing. That's nothing. I mean, 
That's that's good. That's what you want to see. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Jones also has to learn to protect himself. Tyrod Taylor threw a beautiful sideline pass to Alec Bachman for a big game. And then they linked up evidently for another pass and another long reception, uh, which was evidently saying was an incredibly athletic catch. But Bachman was not able to get two feet down. I would like, you know what, if you want to root for someone, and I'm not telling you who to root for, but David Sills has been on this team for three years. You know, let's let's give let's give uh, Alex Bachman some of that uh, Victor Cruz 2.0. <laughs> momentum. Maybe he can, maybe he can work on something. Darius Slayton's evidently having a nice OTA as well. He had a nice touchdown or a short touchdown from Daniel Jones. So, I mean, I think that's good. So, you know what? It's, um, it's interesting. It's, it's fun to see what's, it's fun to see what's going on with the giants. Um, it's fun to see, you know, everything, everything that's, uh, everything that's transpiring. So you, you gotta just, you gotta just keep going on from there. So, uh, evidently Kayvon went red, also, he was added to a player's wearing the red jerseys. Again, like I said, it's OTAs. I don't care. I don't care. Maybe he uh, maybe he, he tweaks something when he's throwing out that first pitch, when he's throwing out that rocket of a first pitch. I don't know. We got to say it doesn't matter. It's OTAs. <laughs> it's OTAs, guys. We're going to get concerned when we get into mandatory minicamp, when we get into training camp. But let's not worry about these things. Let's just have fun. But I'm going to say this again. Let's just be intelligent fans. That's all. Let's just be intelligent fans. Let's 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 just stop. Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Let's notice when people are overhyping things. It's because they have nothing else to talk about. And a lot of times they just don't have the football acclimate to truly understand the game. And like I said, there's and I'm like I'm talking about maybe five percent of giant fans. I think the other 90%, like I said, I think we're we're still astute fans. I think there's a large segment of the fans that understands the game, understands the sport, and understands what the Giants are trying to do, and they're not falling for the BS and falling for the hype. And again, this dance ain't for everyone. It's only for the sexy people. Same as my videos. And again, this is the Tim with Online Big Blue, bringing you the best of your Giant Sports Talk Entertainment. And as always, if you could like, maybe subscribe. If you ring that bell, you think it means that'd be awesome.